Hello, this is Faza Speaks, allowing love and light to transform your life. And you're tuning into the Queen I Am series. Yes, I am finally here. I am finally connected to social media and my social obligation to create change that make mountain moves. Girls, I am on a mission to work out God's vision. So be prepared. But before we start, we're going to start with a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for this opportunity and the anointing for your appointment to share your message. Help me, Jesus, to be transparent, deliberate, and encouraging. Lord, if there's anything in my spirit that is not of you, I ask that you decrease me, increase your spirit, so that your message will not go on deaf ears, but reach the very depths of the broken spirit to mend Heal and reveal your everlasting love and power. God, just have your way and give your daughters their rightful place at the throne of grace. So give them the motivation to dust off their crowns and take their places as queens. We believe and we receive your message today. Amen. Oh, man, I am so honored to serve you, ladies. I am so honored to serve God in this way. He has given me the appointment, and Lord, it has been a journey to venture into an, a new territory and a new era, but I am ready for battle. So let's get into this. I'm going to start with Ephesians 2, taken from the um, NIV version, and um, it's Ephesians 2, 4 through 6. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much. He made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. And God raised up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. The message for the day title, if I was to title it, No Filters Required. Man, I um, have had a smartphone, but I am definitely one of those people that had to catch it with the the intellectual um, use of the phone to make my smartphone work for me. And my daughter's trying to keep me up to speed. And with the smartphones and the social media, wow, you can do anything. But the thing that I was most impressed with, and was kind of fun at first, and then I started evaluating this thing, was um, that social media can allow you to take as many photos as you want and they have the Snapchat, and the Snapchat, of course, I mean, if you know, because I see a bunch of flowers, colorful flowers around your head, sparkles, and um, the filters, and the filters can alter your appearance. They can make our faces clearer, lighter, change our hair color. I had red hair, and I couldn't believe that. I look pretty good, but I'd rather pink, but anyway... Um, it can even change and alter your facial features. It can give you smaller noses and eyes and, and etc. You get my point, right? So although this is great fun, there's an underlining genocide being created. And it's like it's slowly leaking into our young girls because they want to be filtered ready. And it's a genocide by creating... Um, this false sense of reality and not embracing our original selves. If more than half of the time when you post your pictures of yourself, 
It has a filter on it. It's time to evaluate our self-love barometer. And I mean that because we are in a world of <laughs> tons of, um, what's what I'm looking for? Um, the, the reality shows and girls are dying, like literally dying and, um, putting their bodies through complete chaos and unhealthy, creating unhealthy habits just to have this perfect look, this filter, this alteration. And so often we lack the ability to see our self-worth without even relating it to our own beauty, our outer beauty. But what about our inner beauty? Let, I mean, we can go into full attack on ourselves when our hair isn't slayed or our face isn't beat. But who is it all for? And I want you to evaluate that because we're getting closer to Valentine's Day. And we need to evaluate if we love ourselves first, fully and unapologetically, without any filters. And I want you to ask yourself, you know, the next time you use your smartphone, you're playing around with a filter and you want to send a selfie of yourself. Is this the the real you? So so let's um get into this one verse that, you know, talks about beauty in its real sense. First Peter three three. The third verse, let your beauty be not just the outward adorning of the braiding of the hair and wearing of jewels of gold or putting on fine clothing for, but in the hidden person of the heart in an incorruptible adornment of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God is very precious. And, and let's just hear that um, one verse again, but let it be the hidden man of, of your heart in that which is corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of a great price comes your inner self. And, um, when I was younger in my twenties and, um, I went to Howard university, there's a lot of things that, you know, stayed on the inside of me but I didn't let it show on the outside. But sometimes those worlds do collide. And I realize that because we like to hide our inner struggle, we sometimes do ourselves a disservice. Now for the haters, it's great because, hey, you don't ever let them see you sweat. However, for your productivity and personal self-worth, if you are slowly and silently dying inside or you have something that you're going through and you keep it in, you know, to yourself, you're not even talking to God about it. Well, that's something to worry about. But I remember hearing this minister and um, she got up and she looked beautiful. And she said, no one knows how much this takes to put together because no one knows what I go through in my prayer closet on the inside. And this struck me. Every one of us needs a prayer closet, a 
place where we will find a safe haven just so we can talk to God and God can talk to us. But you can only let that happen when you are in a quiet space, your safe space. So the first thing before we get started, you need to find your safe space because it's imperative that you understand what value comes from allowing your mental state and your spiritual state to crash and burn. And I'm proud to say, and I'm humbled by the fact that I've taught a lot of young women who live all over this country, live all over the parts of this world. And I would like to say that I inspired them to be their best self. Now, I am so guilty, <laughs> so guilty of my approval-seeking years. You know, we say that we don't care about what others think, but at the same time, we are so, so worried about if my hair is right, is it laying, what are they going to think of me? Did I get bigger? Um, am I too small? Oh, I don't like my arms. Oh, I don't like my legs. And, and it just goes so deeper. And I, I've been there. But we got to find that space in life where we can make our own mark in the world. I am humbled by the many success stories of the young women I've taught and the courage that they had to do great things. However, there is another side of my run-ins, and it's unexpected, but God orchestrated always. You know how he just pulls things together in the right place in the right time. And these encounters I've experienced with some of my babies out there. And yes, I still call you my babies and my daughters because I love you all so much. But we would hug and we would smile. And then I could see behind your smile that there is something not right, something not clicking for them. You know that caught off guard, emotional mask that tries to hide the hurt. So I'll fake it till I make it type of greeting. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm fine. When you know you're killing yourself inside. We all have been there. When life takes us through something and it has you boxed into a corner and you're trying to fight your way out. Come on now. I know there's somebody out there who can who can just understand and maybe even going through it now. But I've been there. It's an uncomfortable place. And your spirit tries to create a plan of escape. And it's out of desperation. And no one knows what's going on in the inside but you. You don't really know how long you have or how long you can mask or you can filter this situation to keep up appearance or some scoring, some likes, or some followers. But I do have an answer for you. Love. Love is the most powerful action you can experience and explore. Its power is so great. And if you if you handle it with care, you know, if you don't handle it with care, you can mess somebody up. I once heard someone say, the world is motivated and inspired by love. And I believe that, whether it's the wrong kind of love. That means that someone can have so much love and too much love towards someone for all the wrong reasons. Or maybe it's just the wrong person that they're loving. Or the lack of love. 
And come on, we have seen some really mean-spirited people when they have the lack of love and they can't produce a good spirit, a kind spirit. However, ladies, Lord, mm -mm -mm, I want to just reintroduce you to the power of God's love. It can be life-changing. It can be a movement that pushes you to want to do good things in this world. God is first. He should be first to teach us the expression of love. He said it in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, we didn't even get here yet, and he was just loving on us. Can you believe that? Before, you know, your parents got to see you, the seed that you were created in was made out of love. And I'm not talking about your parents' situation. I'm talking about the seed of God's situation. Like, he loved me. He loved me before my parents even knew I was there. He loved me. And and, and sometimes you got to realize that God loves you. He sent his son so you can have eternal life. He loves you. When you fully understand God's love and grace, you'll begin to look at yourself differently. So often we have people in our past and our present lives who want to highlight and remind us of our shortcomings, you know, our mistakes. But you did know that God already knew that you were going to do that before you even did it. So if God already knows that about you, no matter what those haters say, and I do say haters, or those people who want to make you feel worthless or ashamed or gossip about, but the word of God teaches us, he who is without sin, let them cast the first stone. We got a lot of people who need to be stoned out there. And I say that with ease and love because you have to understand something. When somebody already has, you know, a low self-esteem and someone comes who thinks that they are, you know, like we have some beautiful, ugly people out there. You know what a beautiful, ugly person is? A beautiful, ugly person is a person who from a distance, they are gorgeous. And the minute they open their mouth, you see how ugly they really are. And that ugliness comes from this spirit, not knowing God, not knowing how to encourage, not knowing the power of his word and his Holy Spirit just in, you know, in engulfing your whole life, you know, God wants us to be kind. He wants us to know that he is there and he will be your, your biggest fan. But you got to be a fan of his. And I just want to celebrate the good news that God sees all of us the same. <laughs> yes. So that means that when you hear your girlfriend talking about all her bad decisions and choices, and you think, mm, that ain't me. Well, guess what, honey? You ain't perfect either. And God knows all your stuff too. And if you see someone, mm, what are they doing over there? Look at what she's wearing. You know she, you know what she was last night. All of that, guess what, honey? We're all the same. And when you couldn't keep that child, we're all the same. And when you cheated, we are all the same. And when you lied, we are all the same. I know we have some people out here who've done some really messed up things, but we are all the same. We've made choices and 
God doesn't want us to hang on to that. He said, as far as your sins are from the east to the west, he's forgotten about them. God's love and grace is so amazing. Shout out to Pastor Todd for talking about grace on, you know, grace running like a flood. I mean, he is just awesome. And if you don't know Pastor Todd, go to Transformation Church. I just want to give a shout out to that brother who loves God and still teaching us. But, but it's true, God, but God, if we didn't have someone who loved us in all of our mess, I don't know if I'm speaking to any um, mothers out there, but when you become a mom, you want your kids to do the right thing. And they're not often going to do the right thing. We hope that they do the right thing, but guess what? There's no guarantee. But no matter what they do, we still love them. Can you imagine how much God loves us? Mm-mm-mm. He offered his love anyway. It's a gift to you, my beautiful queens out there. So let's turn off the filters, the mask. Stop feeling guilty and ashamed about your past mistakes. And let's begin the process of loving you. I mean, really loving you, like Beyonce's song, Flaws and All. I want you to say, Lord, forgive me. I'm not perfect, but Lord, teach me how through loving you, I can then love myself. And, and that's what we have to figure out together. So over the next few weeks, we're going to go through this process of loving you. And loving yourself requires you to first understand the steps so a quick example what happens when someone is interested in you they get your attention and they try to court you I mean I'm sorry okay court you is an old term that I got from my mama and that mama because courting was a thing people I guess you guys say now we just talk we're talking well okay court courting is a real term and when someone courts you, they're trying to get your attention. They're trying to pursue you, you know, to get to know you better. And um, God wants to bring you to a place of peace and a calm spirit. And he says that in scripture, he said, a meek and quiet spirit, which in the sight of God of a great price. Sometimes we need quiet moments to hear God witnessing to us talking to our spirit the goal is to let you see how beautiful you are inside and that's how we become priceless if your creator said when he made you it is good believe him then why are you messing up and trying to alter his creation god made you and said it is good let, let me give you an example quick another one example okay you go to your restaurant, you're anticipating your meal. They put the biscuits on the side. They put uh, all of these appetizers. And when you first bite into it, and you don't know what to expect, but when it tantalizes your senses, you say, this is good. Well, guess what? When God made you, he thought about his own image. 
and he created your spirit. And he said, mm, 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 mm. it is good. My queens, you are great and you are good because you're God's creation. I know none of us woke up like this, but we have to say we don't care how we woke up because we still love ourselves. It was, you know, it, you know, it could have been, I'm sorry, let me start over. When you start not loving yourself and not liking yourself, it has nothing to do with something that you put in yourself. It has everything to do with what somebody put in you. And Maya Angelou says something very important. She said, if someone is going to say something negative to you, stop them in their tracks. Don't allow someone to say something negative to tear you down. It was someone who betrayed you, your trust, did you wrong, cast you out, left you out like it was baggage that made you feel the fear to love again or made you feel too fearful to show up. And as the unfiltered you, because you said in your spirit, I'm not good enough. You're not just good, you're great. And you have to deal with and ask yourself questions. Who put this in me? Who did I allow to bake? Who to break up and try to confuse what God call good. So you need to figure out that because all that is is fears that need to be cast out. John, first John 4 18 said, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, which involves torment. Stop tormenting yourself. Stop tormenting yourself by altering every good thing that God put together. Take off the filters. Take off altering our appearance and only filter the negativity in your spirit that stops the flow of your self-love. You are beautiful and you are love. This is our bow down moment. We are celebrating and honoring our queens everywhere whether it's someone in pop culture, friends, family, or strangers just dusting we off their We give a crowns. huge shout-out to someone in our lives. It could be personal or someone that you've seen in pop culture. You say, hey, she is doing that, and I like that about her. So I would like my first podcast out there to be dedicated to my baby sister. She is in her mid-20s, and she works hard and she's holding on a great job, and she has two adorable children, and she just suffered a a really tough loss in her life. And God is moving in such a way in her life that he is giving her this strength. Even though, you know, I know she's still going through, I am in awe by her spirit and her grace. I'm in awe by her beauty and the way she is still handling things. She still puts a smile on her face. She still tries to encourage 
others. And so I say thank God for her. And just, you know, anybody out there who lost someone, you know how it is and how long it takes. Time heals all wounds. And we're just asking you to just hold up people in your life you know are going through. Give them the prayer so they can start their process and their journey to heal with the self-love. So we're going to move forward, and I want to recap and ask you a few questions today. Are you hiding? Are you going to use these filters to hide and mask the parts of you that you think are flawed? And I do mean that you think you're flawed. Are you in the process of loving yourself? If you are in the process of loving yourself, I'm going to need for you to get a pen and paper and think these things through. And I want you to create three things that you think that needs to be filtered from your spirit. Three things that you think needs to be filtered from your spirit and say, I am no longer allowing this and write it down what my goals were, my first and foremost goal was I am no longer allowing anyone to put negativity into my spirit. I am no longer allowing anyone to trigger those parts of me that can destroy the positivity and the productivity of my life. I am no longer going to allow anyone to dim my light because God so loved the world and God told me that I am supposed to let my light so shine before men that they may see good works. So I'm not going to dim my light for anyone and I suggest you do the same. Give these things, you know, put them down on the paper. Say it over and over again. Say it about three times to yourself. Read it out loud. Look in the mirror. Make a promise to yourself. Okay, and say, self, like I said, Faza, you are no longer going to. And after you get your list and you have it in your spirit and you say it and you memorize your list, tear it up. Tear it up. Dispose of it. Burn it up. Shred it. Because this is a sign, this is a physical sign that you are no longer going to be bound or in bondage by anything that is going to make you feel like your flaws define your destination. Because you and the God you serve defined your destination. He designed your purpose long before you even existed. So it's just following in line with your purpose and who God wants you to be. And that is what you should focus on. So, that's all we have for today. But stay tuned for our next podcast. Talking about the queen I am. 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 Talking about the queen I am.